Sub-Lieutenant, Sub-Handling. Man, this this Breonna Taylor thing, this this conversation is probably going to be around for a hot little minute. So I'm over here listening to um, Taz and Nyla, right? They got a they got a live going on right now. They're over here talking about the Breonna Taylor case, and they got one of their their, their subs, this dude named Twin, that be on their channel all the time. And they going in. And it's just amazing to listen to the arguments that the community puts together, right, to defend this woman, to try to make it seem like she was just some innocent victim who just got caught up, was 100% innocent. And the thing that kills me is you got transcripts out there of these people's actual phone conversations that they were having when they were in jail to where these dudes that was involved was um, pretty much telling the whole story, whether they knew they was being recorded or not. But I'm listening to Taz. Well, not Taz is really Nyla. Cause I think Taz, he's in the comments, but she's, she, you know, they, they going off and they going off on this one dude right now. And this other dude, twin man going off. And they was like, what'd they say? They was like, why did they, they had an illegal search warrant. They didn't find nothing in the house, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, what is so complicated about understanding this story once you read the transcripts, right? And then let's keep in mind that the transcripts are told from the perspective of black people, i.e. the the main dude that they was after, the boyfriend that shot at the cops, and uh, a baby mama and some other people. So you're hearing, you're hearing, uh, you're reading the words of black people telling the story of what went down. So in case you guys don't know what went down, according to these dudes, Breonna Taylor was in the game. She was in the game. She was the cash spot. Even the, even the drug dealing dude, her ex-boyfriend, whoever he, whatever his name is, he even admitted that she had about eight ten thousand $10,000 at that spot. And then people are like, I'm listening to uh, Taz's channel. They're like, well, how come they didn't go in there and search for anything and take anything? I'm like, listen, the moment they came through and discovered that they killed somebody, i.e. Breonna Taylor, guess what? The warrant ceased to execute. It then turns into a homicide investigation because you can't go around disturbing the evidence of, 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 the, of the homicide. And just because you use the word homicide, that doesn't mean that it's intentional. There are varying degrees of homicide, right? Like, like, uh, you got fratricide, suicide, feticide. Uh, you accidentally hit somebody with your car. You get hit with manslaughter. It doesn't, doesn't mean that you intentionally meant to kill the person, but it's still a form of homicide. Homicide just basically means somebody lost their life at the hands of another person, whether it was intentional or not. And it's varying degrees, which classifies it as premeditated all the way down to manslaughter or self-inflicted, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, my man Akatune went hard on this. But... You don't even, I mean, not to take anything away from Ock, but you don't even necessarily need Ock's perspective. You could just go read the doggone transcripts that was 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 uh, released, whether they were leaked or whatever the case may be. You could just read it for yourself. And and the way it's written is written exactly how they were talking. So don't, so, I, you know, I got some people coming around talking about, oh, it's the white man put that out there. You really think they got the white man going to really waste his time talking typing up words exactly how people talk 
using all kind of slang. And, you know, they're not going to do that, man. They probably had somebody listening to this like a court reporter and they were just typing the words as they was hearing them. <clears throat> Verbatim. So it, it just it just makes no sense that people want to defend this stuff, man. When you got the evidence now, unless there's something uh, unless there's something out there disproving all of this, this is all we have to go by right now. This is it. But based off of what we know, they've been investigating these people for a hot minute, for a few months, ever since that body was found in the trunk of the car that was in her name. This has been going on for months, maybe longer. It's all in the paperwork. All you got to do is read it. But I'm listening to, to Nyla and, and the people on her panel, and this dude, twin man, he goes, he gets up there and says, I'm on the, he was arguing with this one dude, he was like, I'm on the side of black people. Like, that's funny because you got black people telling the actual story of what happened. Because, you know, you got people in the comments, she was in the bed sleep. I'm like, no, she wasn't. The boyfriend that was in the house that initially started shooting admitted that she was in the hallway standing up when he when they were both in the hallway when he started firing. And then it was like, why did he start firing? The boyfriend admitted he thought it was the ex-drug dealing boyfriend. And then somebody else said they probably thought it was some jack boys. So they admitted the man's open up firing. Then they're like, well, why did the cops shoot her? Like, what do you think is going to happen if you start shooting at the police? They're probably going to return fire. If somebody shoots at you, you're probably, and if you got a weapon, you're probably going to, you know, try to return fire too. But then they're like, how come, how come she only got hit and he didn't get hit? I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe he jumped and ducked out of the way or, you know, I don't know, like, you know, if you've ever been in a firefight, you know, look, I highly doubt any of y'all have ever been in a firefight. Dude, there's really no rules to a firefight when you're like in the mix in, in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously, there are some rules like, you know, what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to put myself in that position. Right. They knock it on the door, beating on the door because the boyfriend even said he heard knocks. And then there are neighbors saying they heard knocks. The door gets kicked in, or I don't know if I don't know if the, the shooting started first before the door got kicked in, or if he shot first before the door kicked in. But I, I don't know if that was ever clarified. But we do know he started shooting first. What do you think they're gonna do? They're executing a warrant on a house that's associated with a drug organization for crying out loud. What do you what do you think is about to go down? Like, I don't I don't understand how how, how people just keep going around and around trying to trying to explain away try, trying to make up scenarios outside of the obvious your girl was in the game she was the she was the stash house for the cash and then according to Ock, they was actually getting the dope delivered to her house they would go pick the dope up from her house take it to the trap do what they got to do and then bring the cash back to her spot like what are we talking about here and this is all admitted from the dude that they was initially trying to get. What are we, what are we even talking about here? How come, how come black people just can't accept the reality of this? Of this? I, 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 don't, I don't get this. Is it because she's black and a female? And these are cops? Like, like come on, man. Like, why can't people just accept the reality that your girl was in the game? Says my problem with he said, what, my problem with the report was there was no report of her holding money. The dude admitted there was money. See, here's, here's what happened, KJ. Based off of my knowledge, and somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, they execute a warrant, probably looking for dope and money. 
a shootout ensues. She gets killed. Well, I assume the warrant comes to a halt because now you have a dead body up in there, which means homicide probably has to take over and go through and, and investigate, which means you can't start rummaging through the house searching for stuff because now you're going to start messing with evidence and yada, yada, yada to prove whether the shooting was justified or not. So the, so, so the warrant probably, see, the, the warrant came to an immediate halt when they realized she was dead. So they didn't search through the house looking for stuff. But the dude that she was involved with, the drug dealing dude, he even admitted she had, she was sitting on like eight racks. Sitting on eight racks. <laughs> so what are we talking about here? What are, what are we talking about here? These dudes admitted it out of their own mouths on the phone. We got the transcripts. They're out there. So are they lying? They black. We supposed to believe the black people, right? All them Negroes is black. Right? So what are we talking about here? These are people who knew her personally, intimately. None of us know these people. Remember, remember, none of y'all knew who Breonna Taylor was uh, uh, eight months ago. <laughs> none of y'all knew who the y'all none of y'all knew who these people were. He said, yes, he said on the jail phone after she was dead. No, what I'm saying, KJ, when they came through and they probably realized that they had a victim that was dead in there, they probably terminated the warrant, meaning everything comes to a complete halt. Nobody's rummaging, looking for stuff because now they have to they have to secure the the the, the scene to make sure that no evidence is disturbed because now it's, it's become a homicide, a homicide investigation. That's what I imagine takes place. I'm not a cop, but I would imagine that's, that, 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 that makes sense to me. You got a dead body in there. You can't be rummaging around, uh, uh, flipping the couches over and, 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 and rummaging through the closets looking for dope and money when there's a dead body up in the house. <laughs> I've watched, enough, uh, I've watched enough, enough crime shows to kind of you know, come to that conclusion. So that's probably why they didn't find nothing because they didn't look for nothing because they had to they had to switch it over to a, a homicide investigation now because there was a dead body in the house. But all y'all got to do is just go read this stuff, man. This, this ain't hard to do. If people just go read these reports and see what these dudes are saying at their own mouths, I don't know how anybody can come back with a different conclusion when these dudes are literally recorded telling the entire story how the boyfriend started busing because he thought it was the drug dealing dude coming in because remember the drug dealing dude said he had access to her apartment anytime he wanted because his money was over there <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they gotta do is read reading is fundamental remember that y'all never used to watch reading rainbow with LeVar Burton you know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought <laughs> like, when did reading not become cool with black people? <laughs> All you gotta do is just go read this stuff, man. All these crazy stories and these concoctions. Oh, she ain't do nothing. These Negroes said she was a part of the game. They got her on videotape going to the trap house. Like, what are we talking about here? With the, with the dope dealing boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, whatever he was to her. What are, we, what are we talking about here? 
what are we talking about? Why, why is this such a, a hard concept for people to understand as if y'all don't know that this is a reality? She was just an EMT. I don't know if she, what does that got to do with anything? You got people who, who sell dope. Oh, you, I, don't, I don't believe you read it, KJ, because if you did, you would know what I'm talking about. Either, either you must have skimmed it real quick or read like the first paragraph. <laughs> your girl was in the game, B. Your girl was in the game. Yeah, it's not looking good for her. Because that's another thing. They was over there on, on, on Taz's channel. Man, y'all, I'm tired of y'all just trying to smear black people's name. Like, smear what? Your girl smeared her own reputation by being in the dope game. Like, y'all got to stop making excuses for these people, B. Brianna is dead because she was in the game and she is really unfortunately not here because the dude that she was involved with at the time decided to start busting shots at the police. What, what do y'all think they finna do? They finna return fire. And unfortunately, she, she got caught up in the bullets. How he managed to live, maybe he jumped out the way in time. I don't know. You said there's nothing like a real report. These are transcripts that they're going to probably use in court. Somebody probably, they recorded the phone call, somebody typed it up, and then somebody put it out there. That's all it was. They're going to probably make it more formal and more pretty when it's time to actually go to court. These are just the raw transcripts that somebody typed up based off of the recordings. Say so she was his shield like, like Nino Brown when he picked up that little girl at the wedding. Maybe. Who knows what the heck happened? Who knows? Because initially, the boyfriend that shot, he initially blamed, he initially said Brianna was the one shooting. When he initially was arrested, he blamed her initially. At least that was a report I remember seeing some months ago. So I don't understand what's so complicated about this case and why black, why black people feel so compelled to go above and beyond to make up a narrative about this woman that's blatantly false. This just just false. Like she wasn't no angel, B. She was in the game. And this is one of the this, this is one of the side effects of the game. Either the cops gonna get you or your competition gonna get you, or some jack boy like Omar from the wire gonna get you. Because if you read the transcripts, they was like, um, Somebody had actually said this. Why were the cops coming there at, at, at Jack Boy hours? Meaning they came late, late o'clock at night, and somebody specifically referred to that as the Jack Boy hours. <laughs> Why would they use that analogy? Why? Because that's part of the risk of being in the game. The cops going to get you, your competition going to get you, or the Jack Boys going to get you. That's how this works, B. This is the Wakandans got short memory. Facts, Royce. <laughs> they don't have short memory. They, they just want to rewrite the narrative, man. They just don't want to accept the reality. They need, they need for the white, they need for the system and police to take an L on this, to uphold their narrative about we's being hunted and unfairly killed and targeted and all this crap. I just imagine I wonder how many I wonder how many raids take place every day in America. I just wonder. It's kind of like when people be like, oh, we always getting killed. Like how many interactions with the police 
How many interactions do police have every single day in America with black people? I can imagine it's probably a hundred, if not a few thousand interactions every single day with black people. And damn near a hundred percent of them go home with no scratches. <laughs> Especially now. Especially when cops is out here, you breathe wrong or you blink your eyeballs wrong, people screaming police brutality. That's why all them cops up in Rochester, New York quit. Y'all ain't hear about that? Because they cutting up over that dude that had the mental issues that they put that spit bag over his face. And they like, oh, the cops killed him. I'm like, I don't know if they killed him or not. But they say your mans was high as hell. Maybe it was a, a, a George Floyd type of thing. Excited delirium. Plus they say he died like a week later anyway. I, I, don't, I don't know. But now they cutting up and then the whole chain of command or a whole bunch of cops up there they, they put in their paperwork and quit, or retired, I should say. Now, I don't blame them. Like I said, you out there, you blink your eyeballs wrong, somebody's going to be accusing you of police brutality. So it don't even make sense to go out there and be trying to purposely hurt black people unless you just want people to come through and start rioting and protesting and burnt and trying to tear up, tear up the local Wendy's and shit. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. This... This 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 Wakandan mentality is 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 gotta go, man. But unfortunately, it's here to stay. It's here to stay. Ignorance reigns supreme in the community. Ignorance reigns supreme, man. Supreme. I don't even know if this is reversible at this point. I don't even. I, I struggle to believe that this is a reversible thing. I just think. I just think you're going to have to let these people just kind of breed themselves out of existence or something and just start over. <laughs> like, like, I don't think there's a fix to this, man. I don't think there's a fix to this, B. Ignorance is at an all-time high with the community or anybody associated with the community. You know, I try to remain slightly optimistic, but, man, it's – I don't know. I don't know how I, I, my, my little bit of optimism that I have is just fading away day by day, even more so this year than any year previous. <laughs> Sound like Hitler. I mean, dude, I'm just saying I, I, the, the level of willful ignorance is is astronomical right now, B. Astronomical. Did you see the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw that. Where, where, where it was like the fat white cop was trying to arrest that dude. And then them, then them dudes came and started beating him up. I think, is that the video you're talking about? Because I seen that earlier today on Twitter. Now, when that video makes the rounds, they're going to start calling them dudes all kind of coons and shit. <laughs> but I'm like, are they coons? Because ain't that what y'all want? Y'all want community policing. There you go. They was out there trying to be community police and help out the cops. Mussolini niggalini. <laughs> nah, man, I'm just saying, like, how do you fix this ignorance, the willful ignorance, the, 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 the willfulness to, to run from the facts that are presented that you can go read in black and white? Like, how do you run from that? Why, do you, why would you want to avoid that and try to recreate a narrative that is not even supported by the dudes that are telling the story from a first-hand account? 
Like, what, what, is the, what is this all? What, what purpose does this serve with these people? What do you stand to benefit from this? Like I say, nobody, knew, nobody knows this woman. None of us knew Breonna Taylor before we heard her name being mentioned on the Twitters as a hashtag. But everybody's talking as if they've known this woman their entire lives. No, you don't. None of us know these people. When these, when these people be getting killed by the cops, we, none of us knew who George Floyd was before he became famous. When none of us knew who Ahmaud Arbery was, Rashad Brooks, whatever his name is, none of these people. That's why I'm just like, I don't understand how you could just automatically jump to their side when you don't know the whole, you don't know the, you don't know these people. And then when you get introduced to them, you get introduced to them at the moment of their unfortunate demise before any other previous video comes out to give up the complete context of what happened so that you can put together a, uh, an argument in support or, or either for or against what happened. But everybody, as soon as they see the video, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Like like with your mans that got shot in the back seven times, Jacob Blake. Like, like okay, you listen to the details. When you, when you learn why the cops got called over there, he got, they got called over there because a black woman called the cops on him for sexually assaulting her. But we're defending a dude that, got sec that was just sexually assaulting a black woman? Wait a second. Isn't this why we canceled R. Kelly? <laughs> Isn't this why, is, you know, I thought we were supposed to be protect, uh, protecting black girls and, and women's and all that. But you got Negroes in the community going hard for a dude that a black woman called the cops on because he had just sexually assaulted her. But he don't deserve to be shot in the back seven times. Well, your man's wouldn't have been shot if he had to just listen. Instead of sitting there fighting and arguing with them and then walking to the front of your vehicle to go reach in there and grab something, as if you don't know how that's going to turn out. But now he's a millionaire. Got like two million off of a GoFundMe. Everybody's singing his praises, but totally ignoring the fact that he sexually assaulted a woman. That's the, the reason why the cops even came. But we need to be protecting and sticking up for the black women's. All right, well, what about George Floyd when he put a pistol to a pregnant woman's belly? We supposed to forget about that? We dig up everybody else's past on everything. Why we got to ignore that? And act like that don't play, that, that, that doesn't tie into his overall character and demeanor, which could potentially explain how he ended up passing out fake $20 bills, which invited the, the attention of the police. Because like I said, you go watch the George Floyd tape. There were two other people in the car with George Floyd. They still alive, to my knowledge. They didn't get beat up. They was in the car with them when the cops rolled up. How come nothing happened to them? So I don't, like, I don't understand when this is going to stop. <laughs> when is the ignorance going to stop? Say, Atiana Jefferson, look, you got a few legit scenarios. Atiana, she was probably legit killed, just like Botham John. And listen, nobody's saying all of these were pookies. We all know Botham John wasn't no pookie. Educated brother in his apartment eating ice cream. We all know that that cop should have went to jail. Atiana Jefferson, I can't remember all the details of it, 
but I think there was she saw somebody wandering around outside of her her uh her house and then this you know she gets shot so if that's how it went down then obviously her death is uh uh was not justified but let's uh, let's stop acting like Atiana Jefferson and both them John are the standard they're not the standard for all these victims B the standard is is Jacob Blake George Floyd Breonna Taylor they're the standard when it comes to these victims the 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 Pookie Ray Rays and the Bonquishas of the community are the standard Botham John is not the standard when it comes to these victims of police brutality and things of that nature like let's just stop fronting here he says do I think I'll be the light-skinned Rashard Brooks why would I be the light-skinned Rashard Brooks I don't drive drunk and fall asleep in the in the parking in the, in the drive through a Wendy's. I don't, and then I don't I'm, I don't I don't have any plans of me fighting the police because I'm drunk and don't want to go to jail because I just got out of jail for being for for being sentenced for cruel cruelty to children. Did you know that? That's why he was in. That's why Rashad Brooks was in jail. He was arrested for for cruelty to children. And probably didn't want to go back. So I don't drink and drive. I rarely drink alcohol. So why would I be a Rashad Brooks? <laughs> I don't really drink alcohol, period. So why would I be him? I don't go out there and do things to invite. I don't go out there and purposely do things to invite the attention of the police. And the times that I have attracted the attention of the police because I was speeding or whatever, I don't get into arguments with these people. They ask me for my driver's license registration. I give it to them and let them run my info because I know my stuff is clean. I ain't worried about it. I'm not arguing with these people so I can become a hashtag or start a GoFundMe or just go viral. They caught me speeding. All right, give me my ticket, give me my warning, or if you're going to arrest me, guess what? That's why they have lawyers. That's why people go to law school to become lawyers. If you can't afford one, the court will give you one for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been pulled over plenty of times in my life. I got to give you the story about my, my motorcycle experience a couple years ago. I got pulled over on my motorcycle doing 80 miles over the speed limit. I should have automatically went to jail that day. I didn't. Guess what? The cop knocked my ticket down to me going over 15 miles over the speed limit. Resulted in me paying like $200. Guess what? When he caught me, I ain't sit there and argue with this dude. And it was a country white boy on a country road in Georgia. And I was out there getting it that day on my bike. Getting it. And got caught. Couldn't even, couldn't even deny it was me because I was the only motorcycle out there for miles. Got caught, pulled over. He ran my stuff, saw it was my bike, asked me why I was going so fast. I just told him, man, you caught me. I was just trying to get it. I ain't had no excuse. Like, I was, he knew what it was. He knew what it was. Like, what was I going to lie about? It's a country road. Ain't no cars out here. It was a Sunday. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it real quick. That's all. And I just got caught. That's it. He let me go with a $200 ticket. <laughs>
So what are we talking about here? No, I'm not going to be like these people. Because if I do get caught doing something, I'm going to own up to it. And if I felt like I didn't do it and they still arrest me, guess what? That's why they make lawyers, man. That's what lawyers are for. You pay lawyers, they go to school to fight on your behalf. Now, obviously, you know, the more money you got, the better quality of lawyer you can get, but whatever. Yeah, the baby mama called the police on this dude. That's why the cops came. He was over there sexually assaulting her. That's why she called the cops. I thought we were supposed to care about the black women and protect the black women. Ain't that what we supposed to be doing? Every time a black woman gets into an altercation with some white dude or somebody, what's the first thing all these YouTubers talk about? Man, y'all, where are the black men to protect the black women? So hold up. Well, wait a second. Why y'all defending a nigga that just got finished assaulting a black woman? Well, y'all turn this Negro into a millionaire, B. A millionaire. He gonna go to the strip club with uh with some with some some dating some some Dayton's on his wheelchair. Throwing money in the air now. He's going to have some spinners on his wheelchair making it rain at the strip club now. Because y'all all want to support a dude that was sexually assaulting a black woman, which resulted in him getting paralyzed because he just simply couldn't just take his L and go to jail. But I told you, maybe that's part of the plan. Maybe he knew, maybe he knew what the hustle was, Kaluminati. Remember, I explained to y'all the hustle. Did I not explain to y'all the hustle about a week ago? Who, who hasn't heard what the hustle is? Let me tell y'all what the new hustle is, ladies and gentlemen, in case y'all want to know. In case you want to figure out how to get rich real quick, here's what the hustle is. If you become a victim of a police shooting, you can almost guarantee you'll be a millionaire. But you got to do it a certain way. You got to do it a certain way. And here's how you can guarantee you'll be a millionaire. Criteria number one to this hustle, you have to have a criminal history. You have to be a poo you have to have a strong pookie criminal background. That's criteria number one if you want to win the Powerball of GoFundMe's as a black person who's been victimized by the cop. You have to have a strong criminal history. Criteria number two, if you want to hit this Powerball, right? You have to be get you have to get brutalized and it has to be filmed. Criteria number three, when the video comes out, it has to be the first video that people see has to be the video of a cop doing something to you. That has to be the very first video people see that goes viral. If you can meet that, th those three criteria right there, you will hit the Powerball of GoFundMe's and become a millionaire. Now, if you don't have all three of those criterias, you might be able to hit the lottery but miss the Powerball, meaning you'll, you'll get the first five numbers but miss the Powerball, but you'll still be a millionaire. So if you got a strong pookie background, there's video of you getting handed that work by the cops, but there's other video that came out first, you might, just, you might get away with a cool million. You'll still, you'll still break a million, but you won't hit the Powerball. Now, if you got a strong pookie background and there's no video, the most you can expect to make is a million, but you'll probably be in the hundred thousands. We need the actual video. 
If you don't have a pookie background and all these things happen to you, regardless of what order, but you don't have that pookie background like both them, John, you'll be lucky if you get $10,000. You'll get a little something, but it ain't going to be much. So I just told y'all the quick come up. Now, whether or not you survive to, to benefit from the money is another thing. But either you or your family, is that, that's the quick come up. If you guys want to, if you guys want to hit the new ghetto lottery, aka the GoFundMe Powerball, I'm trying to tell y'all how this thing goes. You have to have a strong pookie background. Your assault has to be caught on camera, and the first video that comes out that goes viral has to be the video that opens up showing you getting assaulted. We can't see no secondary and tertiary videos. Tertiary means third, in case you guys don't know what that word means. We have to see the, the video that opens up showing you getting assaulted, which results in your, 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 your brutality. We can't have any other context. If you can successfully do that, you will be a millionaire, baby. You'll be on the road to the riches and diamond rings because real niggas do real things. I just told y'all the game. Now watch as it unfolds when the next victim comes out. And who's the next victim? The dude with the uh, the thing over his head up in New York. He met all. He 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 appears to meet all the criteria so far. Now I don't know about his strong pookie background just yet, but I've heard he's had a lot of run-ins with the cops. There's videotape. And what was the other one I said? Yeah, whatever. So he 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 might be he might hit the powerball. If he don't hit the powerball, he's gonna get he's gonna hit the five numbers and miss the powerball, which is still a fat payday at the end of the day. I'm trying to tell y'all how this works. And it's gonna and his payday is gonna be insured because nobody wants to go out there and do any investigation beyond the initial the initial shock and awe video that comes out. Like, just take take your time, breathe, see what's cracking. But, 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 man, we can't trust the police. I ain't saying that you should trust anybody. I don't, I don't trust all the niggas that work at McDonald's either. I don't, know, I don't know what the hell they doing in the back of that kitchen. Did they drop my fries? Did they drop my burger on the floor before they put it? I don't know. You can't trust anybody. 100%. But guess what? That don't stop you from going to McDonald's. To get you a damn number one in a in an Oreo McFlurry. So what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? But 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 they cops, man. You can die from food poisoning too, nigga. <laughs> Matter of fact, you probably got a way higher chance of dying from food poisoning than you do of dying at the hands of a cop. Let's just keep it a buck. You probably got an astronomically higher chance of dying from food poisoning than you do from dying at the hands of a cop. Let's just keep it real. Yeah, I worked at Burger King when I was 16. I know what goes on in them kitchens. And guess what? I still go. I just, I roll the dice. <laughs> and I hope whoever's making my food had a good day that day. Roll the dice. Then when I get my burger, before I bite into it, I open it up to look for anything that shouldn't, that doesn't look like it belongs in there. We all roll the dice, baby. You go to the Waffle House at late o'clock at night. You got some toothless crackhead making your food. You don't know if the dish has been washed. 
and roll the dice. But the fool be slapping. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, life is about rolling the dice everywhere you go, man. You just hope the odds are in your favor. And it seems like the odds been in most of y'all's favor because y'all still living and breathing air. Look, look, we've been hearing about cops is killing us for like five, ten years nonstop on YouTube and Twitter. How many of y'all, <laughs> I was about to say how many of y'all were alive five years ago, <laughs> but y'all been, y'all were alive five years ago. Any of y'all been brutalized in the last five years? How many of y'all been stopped by a cop and brutalized in the last five, ten years? We've been hearing about they've been brutalizing and killing us nonstop for five, ten years on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. How many of y'all been brutalized in the last five, ten years? How many of y'all? Let me just be real. How many of y'all? How many of y'all who like to go jog? How many of y'all have been assaulted by somebody for going for a jog in the last five, ten? Hell, just in the last, just, just this year alone. <laughs> You know what I mean? All right, let's just keep it a buck, man. I see police every day, B, pulling people over, white people, black people. I don't ever see these niggas getting killed. I don't want I don't want to see it either, but I'm just saying, I don't I rarely ever see it. And you rarely see it either. It's just social media maximizes the minimum. They make it seem like it's happening because they keep these onesies and twosies in your face. And just ignore the 99,000 that didn't have, that just had a regular interaction with a cop that day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I live in Florida of all places, B. I live in George Zimmerman territory. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, we got we to gotta stop making these excuses, man. We got to start putting our thinking caps on here. Like, you can't run around here proclaiming to be the, the smartest to ever live. We invented everything. We invented math and science and chickens and hot sauce and, and, and sweet potatoes. We invented everything. But then in the year 2020, you, you just act like you ain't never seen a book. You don't know how to read. You know what I'm saying? You just act totally ignorant. It's like, my nigga, just chill out, read. That's, it. That's all you got to do. Read. Get all, get as much information as you can before you make a decision instead of just running off the first thing you see. Get all the information from all sources and then put it all together because somewhere in the middle is the truth. <laughs> instead of just running with the first thing you hear. Oh, Lord, they's killing us. Where my Ogun juice? Oh, Lord. Speaking of Ogun Juice, y'all know Tariq finna do his FBA conference. Who, who out there going? He's finna host his uh, Hidden Colors on Ice. It's coming up. Who going? He's actually doing it. He's gonna have Boyce Watkins out there. He's gonna be skating around, talking about finances. Man, I'll be looking at Boyce Watkins' channel. Y'all notice this thing with Boyce? He, he, he's like, he be, he be having these videos talking about the stock market, right? He'd be like, oh, man, the stock market is going to crash. And this, you know, the stock market is doing good. Let me tell you why the stock market is doing good. Let me tell you why it crashed. I'm like, man, boys, you don't know nothing, B. <laughs> you don't know why this thing is crashed, 
Wyatt's doing good. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. You, you just, oh, God. Anyways, let me get off that subject. But, yeah, they're going to be handing out Ogun juice at the uh, at the Hidden Colors on Ice show. Y'all going to get free. <laughs> it's going it's to be one long Hidden Colors episode. That's all it's going to be. Because most of them people that, that he invited have been in Hidden Colors. They're going to tell you the same crap. They, let me tell you what they're going to tell you. We need to figure out how to overthrow racism and white supremacy. We need to do something about these coons. We need to get our reparations. No tangibles, no vote. All right, that's the end of the show, y'all. Buy my, buy my uh, Ogun juice. Get you a, get you your Mackish package. That's it. That's, that's, that's going to be the whole show, y'all. I just gave y'all the entire show in less than 10 seconds. <laughs> less than 10 seconds, B. I told you everything that they're going to tell you. Like, what else are they going to say? That's actually going to move you. Ain't now one of them Negroes going to get in there and tell you something tangible to do. Now one of them. Because they ain't got nothing on their videos telling you tangible stuff other than saying the slogan tangible. Then somebody going to come in here, you sound jealous. I ain't jealous of nothing, B. I'm just tired of y'all just doing dumb stuff. Going to pro-black world. We're going to ride on the pro-black rides and listen to the same speeches you've, you've been hearing on YouTube. Wait, wasting your money for something you could just wait for these niggas to make a YouTube video about. I mean, you just want to go there and take pictures with these niggas. I get it. But they, they ain't going to tell you nothing different from their YouTube videos. They ain't going to tell you nothing tangible. Like, they ain't going to get up in there and tell you, hey, niggas, if y'all want to stop dying, how about y'all stop selling dope? All these race soldiers... Uh, like, like I heard somebody talking. I think it was BMT mentioned this. I was watching his video earlier. He was like, you got the NFAC out here, right? The NFAC, the not effing around coalition, this little, this little uh, black militia running around here trying to uh, uh, act like they finna get it popping with some white supremacists. BMT was like, all right, how come y'all don't take that same energy to the hood and run them niggas off the block that's bringing the community down by selling dope and doing all this stuff. Like, why don't y'all why don't y'all use that to police these? I mean, because y'all want to police y'all own communities. Well, take they'll take the NFC and all their guns and go run them niggas up off the block. That's over here making it got that that got old ladies laying down on their floor because they don't want to get hit by stray bullets or little kids catching stray bullets that's sitting in their house watching cartoons. But y'all want to go out here and put a put a show on for demand for, for Breonna Taylor, but you won't run up in the hood and get them niggas up off the block that's causing more chaos and harm to black people than all these 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 boogeyman white people y'all talking about. Like what are we what are we talking about here? Yeah. Yeah, the Detroit 300 did it, and we saw what happened to them. A black woman shut them down because they went up there and, and started going oops upside her, her son's head. If you want to be impressive, if you want to impress me, NFAC and uh, Grandmaster J, take all that energy up in the hood and go run them niggas off the block. Because I'm tired of I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing stories about little babies catching bullets. I'm tired of hearing about that crap, and y'all sitting here pretending like that's not a problem. Go run them niggas up out the community, B. That then you'll impress me. 
till then, you're just a bunch of Negroes running around here pretending to be a militia just for the cameras. And then mess around and shoot. Y'all shooting yourselves in the leg because y'all don't know weapons, uh, uh, muzzle discipline, trigger discipline, none of that crap. Which, which makes me question if you was ever in the Army. But it turns out he actually was in the Army. <laughs> but just because you was in the Army don't mean you was worth a damn. You know what I'm saying? But go get, go get them niggas up out the block, man. Put all that energy towards cleaning up the community, man. Go out there and tell all them D-boys to stop pushing. Go shut them trap houses down. Matter of fact, what if they what if they had been in Louisville and shut down um, Breonna Taylor's trap house? She might be alive right now. Did y'all ever think about that? What if the NFAC was in Louisville and shut down the trap operations that Breonna Taylor was a part of? She might be alive right now, y'all. She might be alive. Y'all ever think about that? If, if our warriors of the community were actually out there being warriors for the community, i.e. meaning not only are you uh, allegedly protecting the community from the white supremacists, but you're actually cleaning up the riffraff in the community that's causing problems that, that black people deal with every single day. Now, can, we, can we be honest? Can we be honest about these things? Y'all can be honest over here. Y'all can go, y'all can go, y'all can go spin your wheels in delusional land. Oh, I'm missing super chats. My bad. Hold on. My bad. I'm over here bumping my gums and missed the super chats. So Zachy, uh, he says, he sent five, he or she, I don't know what this is. He says, why do, why do we as a people excuse criminals? Shaking my head. Zachy, because that's the culture. That's the culture we have embraced and, and put as the standard. We celebrate criminals. I mean, we got to keep giving the example of when somebody graduates college, they, they, they get like a, 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 a card from Walmart. Or when somebody comes home from jail, they have a block party. I mean, that's just, that's just the culture in the, in the community. Criminality is celebrated and rewarded. And then people love to turn around and be like, well, white people do it too. Well, how come y'all only compare yourselves up against white, the negative crap white people do? Because, you know, white people, they, they, uh, they, they out there, uh, or at least the belief is, I don't, the belief is they out there uh, uh, raising families and shit. Compare yourself up against that. They out there going to college and getting educated and shit. Compare yourself up against that. Stop comparing yourself up against negativity. But we have a culture of negativity, uh, Zachy. It's being passed down generation to generation like an heirloom. That's, that's black people's heirloom. Black people aren't passing down generational wealth. They're passing down ignorance in, in too many instances. And then when you try to talk about some positivity, you try to bring in some real tangible things, you get labeled a coon, a sellout. It's like, wait a second, B, but this is stuff you can actually do and apply now. No, man, we got to focus on the white man. Like, why we got to focus on him? Let's focus on fixing you first. Let's focus on fixing you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before we go outside and, and try to pick up all the bottles all over the street, let's, let's clean your house up first. Let's go get you a vacuum cleaner and pick these damn hot dogs up off the, fl off the damn floor. I always say this hot dog analogy because I remember years ago, I used to go to my grandma's house as a kid, right? And there was this kid named Jerome that lived down the street from my grandma. Right. 
This is in Richmond Heights in Orlando back in the 80s. So any of y'all familiar with Orlando and in the in the Richmond Heights area, y'all know what I'm talking about. So I used to go, I used to go by this kid Jerome house. I remember the first time I went in Jerome's house, Jerome, this nigga's house literally had hot dogs all over the floor, B. Hot dogs, cookies, chips, just all over the carpet. And they were just walking around like it was never there. His mother, I, don't, I, I think his mother or his aunt, they were just walking around. Nobody was picking up crap. And this, this was when I was like, I had to be like seven, seven or eight years old when this happened. And I never forgot that. I was like, I was like, why don't these niggas pick up the hot dogs off the floor? Like, why is all this food on the floor? And then you're wondering why you got roaches and ants. I mean, literally, it's like as soon as you open up the door, it was just food. They just, they just ate food and just threw it on the floor. And that memory never escaped me, man. I was like, there is no way in the head. This is why in my house, I don't like people eating in any other room except the damn kitchen or the dining room. Like if I find out my kids are eating upstairs, dude, I'm liable to I'm liable to just start flipping tables over. Cause I do not want bugs in my house. Especially roaches. I don't want roaches in my house. I can't, if I see a roach in my house, I can't go to sleep until I terminate it. Or if I can't terminate it, I gotta go spray the house down. I got I can't live like that, man. I don't like ants and I don't like roaches. I don't like them in my house. And one of the fastest ways to get them in your house is to not clean your house. Like I, it just, that memory just never escaped me that I can't believe I, I he like he said, he was like coming to the house. As soon as I opened the door, is is literally a hot dog, like a sliced up hot dog just laying on the floor. And then I walk a little further to the living room. I see chips and cookies all over the floor. And then the adults, because like I said, I'm like seven, eight years old at this time. The adults are the teenagers, who are, you know, whatever. They're all older and taller than me. They were just walking around like, like they didn't see this stuff. And I was like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, y'all live like this? That's what I said. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with me being bougie. It's just like, throw your food away in the trash. Like, you live here. Why are you throwing food on the ground? You're just inviting all the critters from outside to come in. That memory never escaped me, B. Never left me. So that's why every time I talk about hot dogs on the floor, if y'all ever hear me say that, it's because of that right there. You know what I'm saying? It's because of that. I was just like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing at like six, seven, eight years old. I was like, y'all really do this? <laughs> Like, no way, this is not real. Well, it was real. It was living like that. I never went back over in that house again. <laughs> that was my first and only time ever going up in his house. I was like, nah, I think I'm good. I'll just meet you outside. Cornelius put five in here. He said, Jacob is the first black man in a long time that served a police, that survived the police killing. The downside is his, uh, his baby mama will be taking him to court to up that child support. Hey man, he he wouldn't be in this situation if he didn't go over there and and uh, allegedly violate his baby mama. He wouldn't be in this situation. Like I don't understand this. Most of these altercations with the cops, they all start because of these dudes, man. They all start because of these dudes. Both of them, John ain't starting nothing. He was in the house chilling. 
but every damn near all these other ones, it's because of something they did. Don't come in here with the whole, what about Philando Castillo? I don't know exactly what the scenario it was with him. I heard so many different scenarios of that story. I heard he was innocently shot. Then I heard he had a gun on him that fell out. The, I don't know what the hell happened. So I can't even make a decision on that one. I legit don't know. But most of these other people, like I say, let's stop pretending like the standard is just a bunch of innocent dudes who were just skipping down the street, dancing in the rain, minding their business. Now, most of these dudes be doing stuff that warrants the attention of the police in most instances. Eric Garner. He was only selling cigarettes. Yeah, but he was selling cigarettes in a spot where the cops was called on him like 20 damn times before. Like, like he didn't figure out, maybe you should just move your operation across the street. <laughs> you selling cigarettes in front of a dude's store who's called the cops on you like 20, 25 times, bruh, for the same thing. But when we get introduced to Eric, we're like, oh, man, that's bad. But later on, it comes out, the cops been called on this dude like 20 damn times for the same thing in the same spot. Like, what are, what are we doing here, man? Uh, uh, what about uh, 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 Tamir Rice? What about him? I did a video some a while ago showing y'all what the what the the so called toy gun looked like. He took the orange tip off that thing to where if you looked at it, you thought it was a real gun. It looked like a legit real gun. Like like what did you think was gonna happen? You running around the park with a toy gun that looks real because you don't have the orange tip on it or anything orange on it to signify that this is not a real weapon. And then people calling the cops on you because they think you got a real damn gun. How do you think? Well, Tamir Rice may not have known how this is going to end, but everybody else, let's be real here. What do y'all think is more than likely going to happen here? I mean, go look at it. Go look up. Go look up Tamir Rice's toy gun. That thing looked like a real gun, B, and it didn't have any orange, any orange marks on it to 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 identify it as a toy gun. It looked like a real gun. Yeah, you can get robbed. You can get robbed with a toy gun too. And guess what? You'll get sentenced to jail like if you had a real gun. Because the people can't, because because you're using it and pe people are under the impression that it's a real gun. You say the cops came out blasting, though. That was a lot. They shot him one time. Now, you can dispute all that, but at the end of the day, what caused him to get there? People had called the cops because they they thought he was uh, he, he was running around with a real damn gun. You got police reports saying he was running around, like, chasing people, scaring them with the damn fake gun. What do you think people are going to do? They're going to call the cops. Now, you can question whether or not the cops should have shot him, but I'm just saying, like, let's just keep it a buck, man. The... <laughs> You can't be running around here with realistic guns, B. You said the 911 caller thought it was a fake gun. Have you listen, Dante? Go look up the damn gun, B. Go look up the gun. Matter of fact, let me here. I'll pull it up for you. Give me a second. Tamir Rice gun. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look we're gonna we're gonna look at this gun real quick. Give me one second. Let me let me adjust my screens. Hold on. 
One second. I'm about to pull it up right now. All right. So where is the actual gun? La, 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 la. Here it is right here. Give me a second. Hold on. Does that look like a toy gun to you? Does this look like a, is that a real gun or a toy gun? Does that look like a, uh, uh, I think that's a toy. Is that the actual gun? No, I think that's the actual gun right there. Does this look like a toy gun to you? Does it look like a toy gun? Somebody tell me, does that look like a toy gun? This, this toy gun can send you to prison for the rest of your life. Does that look like a toy gun to y'all? That thing can send you to prison for the rest of your life if you try to, if you go out there and try to rob a bank or rob somebody with that. That look like a, that look like a toy to you? That don't look like no toy to me. Let's just keep it real. That, that was the actual gun he had, the toy gun. That looked like a toy? <laughs> like, you can buy these things offline, LaRod. You can buy fake guns, toy guns. You can get you an a Air BB gun. You can, buy these things, you can buy these things anywhere. That looked like a toy to you? No, it don't. That looked like a real damn gun. Whether it was an air pistol or not, it doesn't matter. It looks high, it looks real. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, just keep it a buck. He didn't deserve to die. I don't know. Shoot. I wasn't in that scenario. All I'm saying is people called the cops because they thought he had a gun. And that thing looks real. That, that's, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. I advise you not to buy your kids a weapon like that. If you're going to buy your kids a toy gun, you better buy him him or her something that's super colorful and, and looks like a damn water gun. Because this, this thing right here can cost you your life or, or potentially send you to jail for a long time. Now go up, go up into a grocery store, uh, a convenience store, and rob the place, and then try to tell the cops, but it was a toy gun. All right. They're going to send your ass to jail for like 10, 20 years so you can think about how much of a toy it was when you, went, when you decided to go rob that place. <laughs> or if the cops show up and they blast you, as you're getting blasted by a real gun, you could, you could yell out, but it's a toy. They'll be like, all right, my bad. Shit look real as hell to me. I mean, I'm just saying that that's the way it is. But then somebody gonna come in here, but, 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 but the white boy in Kenosha, he had a real gun and the cops didn't shoot him. Did you watch the video as to why the cops didn't shoot him? You know, after he shot them other dudes, he ran to the cops. He didn't have his hand on his weapon. <laughs> his hands was in the air. He was trying to get the cops to stop. Unfortunately, I don't think the cops knew what the hell was going on and drove past him. But he didn't go over there with his weapon pointed at the damn cops. Or they would have lit him up too. 
It would have lit him up like a Christmas tree too. But you can't tell Pete, you can't tell Negroes this. They don't be understanding nothing. Go Keys will put 20 in here. He says, hidden colors on ice. Hotep Chuck E. Cheese with mink slide robots on stage. I'm over here dying. And the facts about the Detroit 300, black women choose their pookie sons over their over the protectors of the community and the community itself. Yeah, Go Keys, it's going to be hidden colors on ice, B. Hidden colors on ice. It's just going to be a long hidden colors episode, man. I mean, look. I'm not saying that you don't, you shouldn't go support it. If, if that's what you went to, go do your thing. But my thing is, what are you really going to get out of there that you haven't already heard? Like what, like what type of solutions are actually going to come up out of this? Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it up. Hold on. Uh, let's see. FBA conference flyer. Uh, where is it at? Let's see if I can find Tariq Nasheed's Twitter. My sons are upstairs jumping up and down, just making all kinds of noises. Oh, here we go. Give me a second. I'm about to put the screens on. So you got Dr. Kaba, Riza Islam, Boyce Watkins, Jabari Oze, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, Dr. Charm Timms, Judge Joe Brown, Tariq, and some chick named Jade. September 19th, 3 p.m., Georgia World Conference, uh, Georgia World Congress Center, 285 Andrew Young International Boulevard. I find that funny because Tariq Nasheed doesn't like Andrew Young. <laughs> They're hosting this conference on the street named after him. So this is where it's going to be, y'all. And look, I'm not telling you not to go. I'm just trying to understand, like, what's the point of this? Like, like what's really what's really about to be cracking out here? $50 you can get in for general admission. If you want to get you a general vendor booth, it's $700. <clears throat> so let's read this. So $50, you'll be granted access, general access uh, admission to the conference. For $700, you'll get a corner or general vendor booth spot with a two-by-one-by-eight-foot table and two chairs. With this package, you are allowed to bring up the four additional people with you to assist. If you want the VIP vendor booth, you got to pay $900, and you will get a VIP vendor booth in a prime high-traffic location. You will get multiple tables and chairs for your products. With this package, you are allowed to bring up the six additional people with you to assist. So there you go. You can get in for $50, $700, or $900. There you go. Yeah, I ain't seen nothing about face masks. Now, you don't need no face mask. What happens is all you got to do is just spray Ogun juice in the, in the air. They're just going to spray it like you're going to be walking through the conference center, and they got like Ogun juice up in the ceilings. It's going to mist out every five feet. So every five feet, you'll get a mist of Ogun juice, and it'll, it'll, it'll take care of the Rona and all that stuff, man. 
You're good to go. Tickets are non-refundable, so make sure y'all, this is what y'all want to do, is non-refundable. So you get to go here, you get to go here, a whole bunch of blame white people, no no vote, no tangibles, no vote, and cut the check. You get, you get to hear these speeches. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you go here. You go, that's what you go here. That's probably going to be the name. That's probably going to have to, they're going to have it broken down into segments. All right. The first segment is going to be the no tangibles, no vote segment. The second segment is going to be uh, cut the check. Third segment is going to be uh, bussy. <laughs> We're going to talk about bussy. And then, uh, and then uh, the fourth segment, we're gonna we're gonna break out the puppets and 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 show Crispy the puppet dancing on the ground to a Mink Slide song. Now Michi X ain't invited; she ain't down with none of these people. Michi X on a tirade against Jay Morrison right now. I watched the video of her yesterday. She had that dude back on there, uh, Tony the Closer, and he was giving like an update on what's going on. But this was this was gonna happen, y'all. So you're gonna you're gonna go there and you're gonna get you're gonna get like a little you're gonna you're gonna get you some Ogun juice and you're gonna get a puppet. You're gonna hand out like little miniature finger puppets. You get to pick from Crispy, you get to pick from Michi X, and you get to pick from Umar Johnson, right? So they'll be like sitting under your seat like uh like little gift like little gifts and stuff. <laughs> While you go in there and listen to the same stuff they talk about on YouTube. You hating. Yeah, yeah, I am hating. I don't give a shit. That's what I do. I hate over here. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> I mean, because I don't I don't see what I don't know what the hell they going. I'm trying to understand the purpose of this thing. We ain't got no information on here other than a flyer. Like, what are they gonna talk about? I mean, don't y'all want to know these things before y'all? Listen, have any of y'all ever been to a conference before and they don't they don't tell you? Well, maybe, maybe they got the information hidden behind the paywall. Maybe that's it. So I, I don't know. They probably got the inf- they probably got the sequence of events hidden behind the paywall. But it's like I've been to conferences in the past, and normally they'll give you like a a rundown of what's gonna be talked about. Like down here in Orlando. We got they they be having these conferences all the time. We got like this major conference city off of I Drive. Any conference you want to go to, and when they put in it, they announce the conferences. They let you know who the speakers are, what the topics gonna be, yada yada yada. I don't know what the hell these people are talking about. It says more information. Go to fba fbac twenty twenty dot com. We here, but. I don't see a lot of information other than the date and the price. I want to know. I, I just want to know what they're going to talk about. That's all. I might, you know, it might be some interesting stuff. Who knows? Judge Joe Brown going to be up there. They're going to be up there talking about how everybody's turning into sissies. <laughs> I follow. I follow Judge Brown. Well, we follow each other on Twitter. If you were, if you really want to set Judge Joe Brown off. Uh, t- present him a topic about some uh some moist some moist dudes. Judge Joe Brown will go on a Twitter tirade for hours about the feminization of black dudes. That that's that's the thing that sets him off more than anything in his world. 
Boy, is he going to be up there talking about Lizzo all day. That's what he's going to talk about. He's going to be up there talking about Lizzo and how Lizzo needs to lose weight and stop making people look bad, even though Boyce used to look like Lizzo about a year ago, but we ain't going to go there. Boyce started running a couple laps on the treadmill, dropped a few pounds, and now he a, he a, he a fitness expert out here in these streets. <laughs> Dr. Kaba, he's going to get up there and talk to you about the power of melanin and how it gives you magical powers. Because if you go back and watch Hidden Colors 2, Dr. Kaba was in Hidden Colors 2 literally saying that melanin can allow for you to communicate with the, with the ancestors and the universe. Go watch it. I'm not even making this up. Go watch Hidden Colors Part 2. There is a segment in Part 2 where Dr. Kaba is literally on this DVD talking about melanin gives you superpowers to communicate with the universe. I'm not lying. I got Hidden Colors 2 in my house right now. Hidden Colors 1 and Hidden Colors 2. This is why I stopped watching Hidden Colors when Dr. Kaba said that. I couldn't remember his name, but I remembered his face. But he literally said that. And I was like, this dude is something else. I'm not too familiar with Riza Islam. I've heard his name mentioned, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a whole lot of bean pie talk up in there from him. And I don't know who these other people are. Jabari, Dr. Charm, and this Jade chick. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, Francis Crest Weston, she'll be in there. The spirit, they'll, they'll have like a hologram of her. They'll, 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 they'll bring out like a, a hologram, like the Tupac hologram. So she'll be in there talking. They'll probably have Harriet Tubman up in there too. It might be some fly stuff, man. Now that'd be dope if they brought Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> that'd be fly as hell. You know, they love, look, Tariq got a love, Tariq loved Jesse Lee. That's his favorite coon. He loved that dude. That would be fly as hell if Jesse Lee Peterson came up in there. <laughs> he said Jabari's from the Sinetter side. Oh, okay. So, so they're, they're, they're the Hotep. That's the Hotep side. Okay. And I don't think polite. This, 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 this is the list, what he's put out. Like I'm saying I'm, I'm promoting it in case y'all want to go if y'all live in the A. I just I, I want to know what they're going to talk about. I'm not I'm not paying to go. I want to know what they're going to talk about. I want to cuz I want to hear some I want to hear some real solutions. Don't y'all want to hear some real tangible solutions for once? I want to hear something real. I don't want I, I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear any more speeches about how we need to get on code. We need to practice group economics. Like, all right, when are y'all going to do it? Shit. We need to do this. We like, I right, go, go do it. Jesus. Somebody put an actual blueprint together step by step and pass that shit out like, like little pamphlets, man. That's, that's all I'm asking right now. I don't dude. It's just going to be the, I, I don't hear any solutions from these people. We ain't going to vote because they ain't giving us nothing. All right. Well, don't vote then. Shit. What else you got besides you're not going to vote? Because they don't really need your vote any damn way. You know how many Hispanics probably going to end up voting? How many white folks in America that going to vote? They be acting like it's a, they be acting like it's like a hundred million black people in this country. <laughs> what are you talking about here? Well, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they need to invite Tommy up in there. 
I mean, look, I'm just saying, B. Look, this is a great money maker. This is a great money maker. You can't knock, you can't deny that aspect, but I'm just saying, look, if you want to make money in the black community, all you got to do is just give give speeches about stuff that you I mean, this is the new church. This is it. This is just Pastor Nasheed up here. <laughs> Pastor Nasheed and Deacon Deacon Watkins and, and, and the other deacons. Passing the collection plate around. But they ain't going to tell you one damn solution other than boys going to be like, sign up for my black business school. Buy my flashcards. We need to educate our own children. All right, well, educate them. Speaking of education, did y'all see that video from Umar Johnson? Who saw that video from Umar Johnson, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you clowns. Let me go to my Twitters. Let me go find me on the Twitters. How do I find me? I reshared this tweet. Let me see if I can find this tweet. Let me tell y'all, Negro. Okay, check this tweet out right here. So I thought I thought this was fake. I thought this chick made this up just for fun. This chick says Dr. Umar is on Instagram saying that Black America spends $19 million on grits a year. And that if we just let him, and that if we just let go of the slave food and give him the grit money. He could build his school. I thought this was a joke. Turns out there's actually a video of Dr. Umar Johnson on video talking about black people. Stop spending your money on grits. Give me your money and we can build this school. Talking about black people spend a few billion dollars a year on literally grits. Grits. I'm not even making this up. There's an actual video of him. I wish I can pull it up. But I don't have my thing set up to, to play the to, to uh play the sound up in here. There is matter of fact, hold up. Let me let me find it. Hold on, let me get my phone. I'm gonna let y'all hear it through the microphone. I'm not even making this up, y'all. Give me one second. I'm about to prove it. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna play it through my phone because I sent it to some people on Facebook. I was dying laughing. All right, here we go. Hold up. Here it is, right here. Listen to this. I'm playing it through my phone. Listen to this. Give me a second. Here we go. Three million dollars a year. All right, somebody, hold up. Somebody, did y'all hear that? Somebody, somebody, type one if y'all can hear it. Can y'all hear this? This is actually Umar Johnson talking. Somebody, type a one if y'all can hear this through my phone. Like I say, I would play it, but I don't have my, I don't have my, my, uh, my other wire here to run the sound back into it, so I got to play it off my phone. But this is your boy talking. Listen, it's three million dollars a year. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Quaker Grits is $20 million a year off black folks. Quaker Grits? Can I have your grit money for one year? Give me your grit money for one year and I will build 10 schools across this country. Give me your grits. Give me your Quaker Grits. No more grits for one year. Can we sacrifice our grits for one year? Can we sacrifice the grits? If you give me the grits, 19 million on Quaker grits, 19 million dollars on Quaker grits, black folk. If you give me your Quaker grits, give me your grit money. 
I don't want your Louis bag money. I don't want your Mercedes money. I don't want your weave, perm, haircut, Ed Jordan, Timberland money. Give me your grits. We spend $19 million a year on grits, and I don't have enough money to renovate the Garvey building. I don't have enough money to renovate the Garvey building. And we spending $19 million on grits. Go in your cash app, dollar sign FDMG school. <laughs> y'all better get his brother his grits. Get that brother y'all grit money. Y'all, y'all start eating cream of wheat. Get his brother y'all grit. This brother said, give me your grits, ladies and gentlemen. Give me your grit money. This, this is how... This is how insane the conscious community and the pro-blacks are. Give me your grit money. <laughs> he don't want your Louis. He don't want your Nikes. None of that. He wants that grit money. You out there spending $2 billion with Quaker Oats? Give that money to Umar Johnson, man. Give <laughs> that money to Umar Johnson. Y'all out here playing games. Y'all is out here tripping. Y'all is out here tripping. Hold up. Somebody sent me some. Give me a second. Larry Sadler sent in uh, $5 through the, through the PayPal saying, thanks. Appreciate that, bruh. Appreciate that. Somebody else just sent something in here. Hold on. Cornelius, he sent, what he sent in? Hold up. I missed it. He says five. He says, why Umar still trying to open schools? When the Rona got half to most schools shut down in this country, who going to send their children there? Look, all you need is, look, all you got to do is send your kids to his school armed with some um, some Ogun juice. <clears throat> Bruh, Ogun juice will shut down this whole thing. Look, Tariq needs to get in contact with Trump, give everybody some Ogun juice. We'll be back to regular life the next day, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know Ogun juice? Will solve everything. That's how you're gonna send these kids to Umar school. Get them some. Get them some Ogun juice. Ogun juice. That's it. But y'all. But before we can do that, y'all need to come up off that grit money. That brother said, "Give me your grits." I'm gonna go tell that to my lady. Like, hey, girl, give me them grits. I'm like, nigga, what? Give me them grits, girl. I want them grits. Give me that grit money. <laughs> Like, nigga, if you don't get your ass up out of here, grit money. That's the new, that's the new thing. Grit money. Give me your grits. <laughs> ah, give me your grits. This is where we at with it, though. This is where we at with it, though. Give me your grits, baby. But like I said, I thought this chick made this up. I was like, nah, B. Nah, this is a lie. Uh-uh. Somebody sent me the video on Facebook. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Umar Johnson tripping around here. Grip money. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. That's, that's what's cracking. So... Anyways, we don't we don't went all over the world tonight. Breonna Taylor, all the way to grip money. We we don't travel Blackistan at record speeds tonight. We don't went from Breonna to the FBA conference to the grip money. This is where we at, y'all. 
This this is the state of Black America right here, B. On this on this on the day of the day that white Jesus gave us what's today's date? September 9th, 2020, the day white Jesus bespoke bestowed upon us. We got Negroes out here pretending like Brianna Taylor is a saint who ain't do nothing wrong. Don't don't matter all all the doggone paperwork and transcripts that came out saying the complete opposite. You got Negroes still pretending like she was an angel who didn't do nothing wrong. You got hidden colors on ice coming to a to a city near you next week. Where you gonna get you some finger puppets and some ogun juice as as you know gifts under your seat. And you got Umar out here talking about give me your grit money so we can build this school. Stop eating grits. And I like grits. I personally like grits. I like to put butter on my grits. Some of you weirdos like to put sugar on your grits. I don't understand y'all. I like the butter on my grits. And I like this. I like to sprinkle hot sauce. Let me tell you how I like my grits. I like my grits with a little bit of butter, some sardines, and some hot sauce. That's how I eat my grits. I love sardines that are dipped in hot sauce and mixed in with my grits. That's how I do it. So I can't come up off the grits. I cannot switch to cream of wheat. I've never even had cream of wheat a day in my damn life, if you want me to be honest with you. But I can't do it. You say, gee, I'm cracking up laughing seeing the video of you going at it with Taz. Oh, yeah, look, man, look. Look, I, you know, I don't know, man, look. I wasn't even trying to clown him. I was just asking him a legit question because he said something about my mama. And then I said, no, he said something. What did Taz say? Taz said to me, because he kept trying to say something about, oh, ain't your mama a bed wench because she got with a white boy and made you? I was like, uh, you can call it that. Then I said something about, I said something about, but uh, ain't your mama broke or something? Like, no, he said, well, my mama's black. I was like, what does that mean? She's broke? Like, I can't remember exactly the context of it, but... I'm just like, who are you talking to, B? <laughs> like, like everything you throwing at me, I don't heard since forever. Like, my insults will make you cry. My insults will make you cry. Because I'm, I'm going to remind you about the biracial greatness over here if I, if I have to. <laughs> you talk about my mama all you want. My mama living like a champion around here. What the fuck is you talking about? But whatever. But I still watch Taz. I think he's entertaining. His obsessive, his obsession with Fantastic is, 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 is amazing. I ain't never seen, listen, I ain't never seen a dude spend so much time making video about another brother in my entire damn life. I ain't, I, I don't understand this dude. Listen, I, like, what, what's going on between him and Fantastic? That's their business. But I'm just like, my goodness, bro, let it go, B. Just go make your content and move on with your life. <laughs> He finna drag this thing out till the wheels fall off. But it's entertaining to listen to. I'll be at work sometimes, bored. I'll be like, let me hear, let me see what old, let me see what the Billy Goat talking about. Crying about fantastic again. All right, let's see what he's saying. <laughs> uh, Taz likes to roast and then cries when he gets roasted. Yeah, look, that, that's one, that's one crying ass dude, man. But my thing is, I don't understand. All right, look, I don't understand. Look, it ain't none of my business. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get into the details of people's lives on YouTube. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care about y'all's families. I'm not interested in finding out your real names. I'm not looking you up on social media. None of that crap. 
I just make all of my commentary strictly based off of the stuff people say on their videos. That's it. I don't go any further than that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I ain't got this kind of time to be looking people up. I don't care. So when I listen to their videos, I'd be like, I'm trying to figure out what these niggas do for a living. Like, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to investigate. I'm just trying to understand, like, how do they have so much time to sit on YouTube all day long and make videos? Because they, they don't have, their channels aren't monetized, to my knowledge. And then I just posted a video in my community tab about an hour ago showing you that how the monetization works off of AdSense, even if you are monetized, how you got to hit so many views per day just to make $100. Because, you know, if you make $100 a day on YouTube, that's about $36,000 a year. You can classify yourself as a full-time YouTuber because that's a full-time salary. So I don't understand how these dudes generate income and they sit on YouTube all day. Like, I don't, maybe I don't want to know. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just being, I'm being real. This ain't, I'm not even trying to clown here. I'm just trying to understand how two people... I, I don't know if they have jobs, but they are literally on YouTube for hours. And like I said, I'm at work and I'm listening to them. I'm at I'm I'm at work and I have my headphones on. Sometimes I listen to them. And they be on there for hours. Like this morning, when I woke up and I went to work, I went through I left my house like about 6 15 this morning to go to work or something like that. Guess who was on YouTube? <laughs> Live. About 10, 11 o'clock, I'm at the job. Guess who's on YouTube? I get off, driving home. Guess who's on YouTube? I'm like, bruh, these niggas have literally spent an entire work day on YouTube. Then I was like, then I looked at this sub count. I'm like, this channel ain't even monetized. I'm not seeing any. I don't, I don't see any super chats, obviously. I don't know if they're getting cash apps on the back end. I don't know. But I'm like, I'm like, how are they, where, how are they making money? You know, I'm just curious. I don't know. Like I say, it's none of my business, but it's just one of those things that makes me just wonder, like, how do you have that much time to, to sit on YouTube like this? Especially if you're not making money. It doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Now, unless they're getting money other ways, then, you know, it is like somebody does hair, somebody, you know, sells some, some, uh, some herbs, it may, maybe I, I don't know. I'm not saying that they do. I don't know. I'm just curious. I just I'm, I was like I was just kind of I, I was just thinking about that past couple. I was like, how do these people make money? Like I know how Fantastic makes money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know how D Darrell makes money. You know, but I'm just like I don't I don't know what these people do for. I, I'm just curious. Like what do they do for a living? And it's not the clown. I'm just I'm just like how do y'all how do y'all how do y'all pay y'all bills? How do y'all how do y'all generate money? I'm I'm just legit curious. Or, or do they got it like that? Do they already have a bunch of money? I don't know. I, I legit don't know any of these things. Like I say, I'm not trying to investigate. I'm not trying to find out. So don't don't throw me in there. I'm trying to dot. No, I'm not. I'm just asking questions because of the high frequency that I see them on YouTube at all times of the day. I'm just like, how do they make money? Like, who has that kind of time to sit around on YouTube all day long like this? without a monetized channel like are they selling merchandise are they getting a bunch of cash app donations coming in on the back end like i'm I'm just curious to know how this works because i need to figure it out 
so I can do the same thing. Because <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. If I could sit at home all day and make YouTube videos and, and generate a full-time income, I would do this. I would do this. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. If you can make a full-time income, because like I said, a full-time income on YouTube, all you got to do is make about $30,000, $40,000 a year. Or whatever, whatever your full, you know what I'm saying? That could be considered a full-time income. So let's just say you make $36,000 at the job right now working for Mr. Charlie. If you can make that on YouTube, that's only about $100 a day. You can quit your job and do YouTube full-time at $36,000 a year. So I'm trying to figure it out myself, and I got a monetized channel. So I, I want to know the secret. <laughs> I want to know the secret. How do, how, do, how do you get to do this all day long without a monetized channel? I need the secret. D. Durrell says, I got an interview on my channel about black YouTube. You becoming one of my fans. Uh, we can set something up. Uh, just, just email me. Let, me. let me throw one of my emails. I got like 50 of them. Hold on. Let me remember which one. Hold on. Which one is it? All right. We'll, we'll go with this email right here. Info at onyxtruth.com. Send it to that email. Because only in this the black sector of YouTube, when you see people making 10-hour live streams about minuscule things, and there's little... Yeah, I mean, look, well, I can't really... Look, I've been on here for an hour and a half, so I can't really complain about... But I don't do 10-hour live streams. I don't think I've ever... I think the longest live stream I ever did was three hours. And I was, I, I was like, wow, I actually been on here running my mouth for three damn hours. But I was yelling and screaming at people the entire time. You know what I'm saying? You know, back in my younger days, which was like two months ago, I was yelling and screaming at people before I matured. <laughs> I use email to creep. What does that mean? That's, that's actually one of my email addresses, bruh, from my um, freaking website. I got, I got a bunch of email accounts. They all serve a purpose. I got my main email account that's linked to all my personal information. I got my junk mail email account. So when I be going, going to places, they be like, sign up for some shit. I give them my junk mail throwaway email account. I got an email account where I got old pictures of, uh, of past breezies <laughs> sitting in the stash in case I ever want to go reminisce on some shit. When me and the wife is having problems. <laughs> and then I got email accounts associated with my websites. They all serve a purpose, man. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of email accounts, B. They all got a purpose. I mean, you don't have multiple email accounts, or you just have everything go to one email. Now, nah, these aren't burner emails. Like, they all, like, okay, this info one, I got a website called onyxtruth.com. People, sometimes people email me crap, so I send them there. I got a website associated with my technology G site. People want to email me about that. They go to that email. I'm saying I got, I got junk email accounts just for signing up for stupid crap that I never plan on, you know, buying. You know, you know, the people be passing out crap in the mall. Sign up for this, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I want to win a car that I'm never going to win. I give them my throwaway email account, <laughs> just in case I do win. 
I mean, hell, they're free. Shit, might as well use them. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I just want to know what the secret is. I want to win like that, too. So, this ain't hating. I just want to know what the secret is. Because if I could do that, I would sit around here and just, just talk for eight damn hours about nothing. I'd be here clipping my toenails and, and all that crap. <laughs> I mean. But, anyways. I'm going to try to make this channel more productive. I've been, I was sitting around thinking about ideas. I was like, how can I put out some valuable, useful information? I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe I'll just sneak in one video, one, one valuable, useful video a week. It'll probably be like pre-recorded or something like that. No cursing. I don't know. But then a part of me is like, maybe I should just make another channel for all the positive stuff. And then start over. <laughs> keep this channel the way it is and then do some positive stuff on another channel. We'll see. Anyways, man, so I'm about to wrap this up. It's been 90 minutes. I'm about to chuck deuces on y'all. I got to go in here and uh, feed myself. I haven't eaten yet. I got to go say what's up to the babies and get ready to go to bed and do this thing called work all over again, working for Mr. Charlie. Look, Mr. Charlie done pissed me off today. Well, it wasn't Mr. Charlie. It was Mrs. Charlie. Uh, Mrs. Charlie done pissed me off today at the job, y'all. I got a hater at my job, y'all. I got a hater at my job telling bold-faced lies on a player. Somebody, listen, listen to this, y'all. Somebody went and told my boss I be taking two-hour lunch breaks. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who the hell? Well, like, where that come from? First of all, where I work at, you got cameras all over the damn place. So you can go pull up the footage and see that I ain't taking no damn two-hour lunch breaks. But I got a hater up in here. Now, fortunately, the boss agrees with me and understands. They recognize the hater for what the hater is. But I can't believe somebody had the audacity to say that. I'm like, hold up. I don't even talk to these people up in here, B. I come in here, do my job do my little tap dance from a paycheck and go on about my business. But yeah, I got a Karen up in here hating on a player. She done told the boss, I'll be taking two hour lunch breaks. I'm like, nigga, I brings my lunch to the job. Where the hell am I going for two hours? We got cameras all over the place. Go pull up the footage of me being missing for two hours. <laughs> That's why I need to get these YouTube channels popping so I can get out. So I can get off this, this corporate plantation dealing with Karen and Mr. Charlie. So I can actually go out there and take real two-hour lunch breaks because, I, I, shit, I'm thinking about going to take one now. You accusing me of doing them. I might as well go do them. <laughs> we, got a, we got a cheddars down the street. I can go hang out there and get some cheesy biscuits and be chilling. What the hell is you talking about? Two-hour lunch breaks. I wish I could. I can go to my car on YouTube for two hours. I got a hater up in here. And then the hating's coming out of nowhere because this person, I don't even talk to this person. It's probably a white supremacist. I don't even know. I don't even really talk to this person, y'all. I've talked to this person like a grand total of three times. And all of a sudden, they talking about I'm taking two-hour lunch breaks. I'm like, nigga, please. Or, well, Karen, please. So now I got I to gotta be on the lookout for Karen. I got a Karen out here 
trying to get a brother fired. This old white supremacy don't found me, y'all. I've been sitting around here talking about white supremacy. Don't do nothing. It don't found me, y'all. God damn it. The boogeyman done found me. So that's why I got to get this YouTube thing popping so I can sit around. I can sit. Yeah, I need to get some Ogun juice. <laughs> I need to get some Ogun juice. Spray my door with Ogun juice. I need to mist. I need to spray some Ogun juice in the air, man. I don't know. Like literally, I was just like, my boss told me this. I was like, I was like, does that even sound like or sound right? Because the boss was like, oh, you know, you got somebody. Because here's what it was. The boss was like, the boss was like, hey, I need you to kind of tighten up. You got, you got some eyeballs. Because where I work at, my boss doesn't work where I work. It's like I work like 30 minutes away from where my actual job is, right? So I'm working like another location with some other people. And so the boss called me. They was like, oh, you got uh, to tighten up a little bit. You got eyeballs watching you. I was like, what, I was like, what does that mean? It was like, oh, you know such and such? You know Karen? I'm like, yeah, what about her? She seemed like a nice person. Oh, Karen over here saying you taking two-hour lunch breaks. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Karen? You know, that's that's the name we're going to get this person. I'm like, this person comes around and spoken to me like three, four times, introduced themselves to me, and said some other crap about, you know, whatever, whatever, nothing serious. And I ain't seen this person since. It was like, oh, but she 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 been calling me saying you be taking two hour lunch breaks. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell kind of crap is this? So yeah, man, white supremacy don't found a brother, man. I got to deal with Karen at the job, man. Tell me I'm taking two hour lunch breaks. God damn it! I got to go in there and remind her, like, look, I'm half white. I'm half white. I'm not I'm not all the way black. I'm half white. Come on, man. I thought you knew this. <laughs> And I'm going to go in there and tell her I'm, I'm Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. Do I look black to you? No. Nah. But seriously, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. This happened today, y'all. I don't even take two-hour lunch breaks, B. Dude, I take, like, I, I bring, most of the time I bring my lunch to the job, and I don't ever, like, really go anywhere because I don't feel like burning gas money. You know what I'm saying? So I pack a lunch. I'm after, I just bought a brand-new lunchbox today. You know, got, got, got all the little compartments in there. My shit's, my shit's fly as hell. But yeah, man, I'm, about, I'm taking, I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. We can go pull the footage now. We got like five cameras in here that you can't escape from. As soon as you walk out, there's a camera on you. Go pull the footage up of me being gone for two hours. And then we can we can revisit this conversation. But the boss was the boss was on my side. It was like, yeah, you know, she this this person, this person, this Karen is kind of known for doing, for 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 doing saying crazy stuff. But you know what I mean? But I was just like, how come Karen ain't come say something to me? Karen work right here. She is she if she got a problem with me taking these imaginary two hour lunch breaks, she could have waddled her ass over here and told me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I need y'all to hit that. I need so the moral of the story. I need y'all to hit that donation button so we we can uh I can I can I could be doing YouTube all day. Y'all y'all need to help me get off the plantation. <laughs> Y'all need to help me get from up under these white folks, y'all. Before I start turning into a pro-black up in here. Karen gonna turn me into a pro-black. I'm gonna come to work with a with a Black Lives Matter shirt on, uh, a black glove on, and and uh and start pumping my fists in the air and shit. I'm gonna be playing, I'm gonna be playing Malcolm X speeches first thing in the morning. It's about to it's about to get bliggity black out in these streets if Karen keep messing with me. 
I'm about to let her know, like, all right, look, I was trying to be nice and cool with the half white side. Now I'm gonna have to bring out the Negro side. I'm about to go, I'm about to go Michi X on your ass. Over here talking about I'm taking two hour lunch breaks. The hell out of here. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, man, I couldn't believe that happened. Yeah, yeah. Two shout out to Solitaire. May Ogun take away your ills. Yeah, man, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, it came out the blue. I was like, I was like, what you mean, people watching me? What you mean I'm taking two hours? I mean, I was like shocked. Like, what the hell? Where this come from? <laughs> like, where the hell this came from? How come ain't nobody told me this? <laughs> came out of nowhere like what that's all right they keep messing with me i just go find me another job shit i just go find me another place to work if they keep fucking with if karen keep fucking with me i quit because <laughs> what i do what i do for a living is it, not really i put it like this I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not like easily replaceable. I put it that way. I'm not gonna say what I do, but they had a hard time filling this position before they found me. I put it that way because I met all the requirements that they needed, like all of them to a T. I mean, I put it like this: I had quit my other job last year because I got tired of working there when I was working downtown. So I don't work there no more. So in February, so I started, I was doing some temporary contract work, and then I was still looking for a full-time job. So they had, they had, I had submitted my resume to this company, and I didn't hear from them for like two months. I was like, all right, whatever. I guess, I guess they filled the job. So they called me to schedule an interview, but at the time I had just started doing contract work, temporary contract work, right? So I blew the interview off. I didn't even go. Didn't call them back, didn't go. Two weeks later, they called me back asking me to do the interview. I was like, damn, the job's still open? So I was like, all right, I'll come down there and do this interview. So I go down to do the interview. They asking me all these questions, trying to, you know, see if I know what the hell I'm talking about, if it matches up with my resume. If, of course it does. But then I was in there. I was like, I was like, wait a second. I started thinking. I was like, they must really need me because, for one, I didn't even return y'all's phone call. I blew the first interview. So I'm in the interview. Guess what I start doing, y'all? I start cracking jokes during the interview. Like, they was asking me, how would I handle certain situations, yada, yada, yada. I started cracking jokes. And then my interviewer said something, and I start, which is actually my boss now. I started, cra- I started clowning her in, her in her own damn interview. And they was, they was all laughing. And I was like, I walked up out of the interview like, well, I'm not going to get that job. I had fun. There ain't no way in hell they're going to hire me for this shit. Dude, they called me back the next day. When can you start working? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even go there wanting the job. I, I went there purposely just effing around because I was like, I, don't, I was like, whatever. But when I got hired, I discovered, okay, here's why they hired me because they couldn't find nobody to fit all these damn requirements that they needed. So now that I fit every requirement to a T, got all the paperwork, everything documented to prove everything on my resume that I'm saying is true, I was like, well, man, maybe they couldn't find somebody to do this. And so my boss, you know, after we had this little conversation about the two-hour lunch breaks, my boss had, she was like, 
she, she was like, she was talking to a Karen because I work for this chick. She was talking to Karen. She was like, uh, yeah, I'll just talk to Karen. I'll just tell her to calm down because, you know, we, we don't, I'll tell Karen, look, look, kind of lay off him because we don't want to lose him. Like, so I'm thinking, damn, y'all don't want to lose me. So basically they're telling me without directly telling me that if I were to quit tomorrow, they will kind of, they, they, it, it would be some problems around there because it's going to be real hard to find a candidate that fits all the damn qualifications for this job to the T, like I fit it. And look, I like the job. It's cool. I'm not complaining about it. But if Karen keeps messing with a player, I'm after, I'm after, I'm after, uh, I'm going to have to start dropping or I have to start mailing resumes off because I'm not going to be sitting around here dealing with this bullshit of people accusing me of doing shit I ain't doing. Like, I mean, it just came out of nowhere today. I was like, where the hell this come from? I'm like, shit, you can go pull the video footage. Look at the cameras. You, you find any video footage of me being gone for two hours during the work day. So, and like I say, it just came out of nowhere today. And like I say, I'm like, because I've seen this Karen a couple times. She ain't never say nothing to me. I ain't never say nothing offensive to her. You know, she come around. I say, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay, that's nice. And keep it moving. That's it. This just came out of nowhere. So I was like, damn. If that's how it's going to be, I was like, I might have to uh, start getting the resume ready and, and start looking for other, because I can go find another job. But the thing is, I actually kind of like this job. <laughs> but I'm not going to be tolerating this crap from Karen. I ain't got to. I'm just like, y'all, I'm like, look, I can go find something else, B. Like, somebody else will hire me. I'm not, I'm not worried about that aspect. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't giving her no, no BBCs. We ain't, I don't do none of that. I don't mess with, dude, I don't. I don't mess with nobody I work with. That's always been a policy of mine. Even when I was in the military, I never messed with chicks I work with. I messed with chicks in the military, but I didn't work with them. I don't, I don't need them headaches. Nah, I ain't, I'm just going to stay to myself, B. I'm just going to come in and just, just stay to myself. Like I say, to get to my office, I got to pass by like five or six cameras. <laughs> so I'm going to wave at all the cameras. When I go to work tomorrow, I'm going to wave at them. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go find whoever's in charge of these cameras and be like, hey, I need, a, I need a, send me a copy of these videos so I can send them to my boss so that they know that I'm not taking two-hour lunch breaks. <laughs> then I'm going to send them to Karen. Look, Karen, I'm in the office. Here you go, Karen. Here you go, Karen. It's 12 o'clock, Karen. I'm, not, I'm in my office eating lunch, Karen. I'm going to the bathroom now. I, I might just start emailing her. Karen, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be in the bathroom for about five minutes, Karen. I'm going to go in there and, and, and uh, take a piss, wash my hands, and come back, Karen. Is that okay, Karen? <laughs> Look, Karen, I'm eating, a, I'm eating a, some potato salad, Karen. Do you want some? No, I didn't put raisins in it, Karen. Yeah, man. I was just like, what is this crap, me? Trying to get a nigga fired? Like, for what? I ain't even, I don't even do nothing to you. I don't even know you. We've had like two or three conversations that lasted maybe like five, maybe 10 minutes at max. As in literally. We work at this one site, but we're in two different buildings. We don't even see each other. So I'm like, where is this coming from? 
Yeah, it just came out of nowhere, B. So I'm just like, I came home and told the wife, I'm like, look, babe, I might have to go get me a new job. I got a Karen up here. I got a goddamn Karen working with me. She was like, what that mean? I'm like, let me, I told my wife, let me tell you what this crazy bitch did today. This bitch trying to get me, I was telling my wife, this bitch trying to get me fired. I don't even know this chick. Literally, I've had like three or four conversations with this chick and they've lasted like maybe five, 10 minutes at max. And it was on some, hey, how you doing? This is what I do. What do you do? Okay, if I can reach out, if I need your help for this, I'll, okay, blah, 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 blah. Boom, that was it. That's the extent of our conversations. I'm trying to understand how that went to from that to he's taking two-hour lunch breaks. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> we went from zero to 100 with this chick. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's why I need y'all to donate so I can get off, so I can get off this plantation. Nah, it ain't going to be no, look, I don't even work in this, look, we work at the same site, but we're not in the same building. So I don't even see her during the day. So that's why when the boss was like, you got eyes on you, I'm like, who the hell watching me? Nobody even comes to holler at me. I work like kind of by myself. Like I'm, like I'm tucked off kind of like by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really get it. Like, there's not a lot of people that work in my area with me. I'm like kind of, you know, kind of doing my own thing a little bit. So I don't even know, ain't going to be no coming on. I don't even see this person. So it's just kind of weird how it just came out of nowhere. You say it's a test. I don't know. What kind of test is this? Because, I mean, I'm not going to go there and start flipping tables. If I was in the military, this would be a little different. I'd probably go through and flip some damn tables. But I'm not going to do all that. I'm just a little, I'm just like, where'd this come from? You know what I'm saying? from a person I've literally had like three conversations with for like five, 10 minutes. This just came out of nowhere. And then like I say, yeah, I got to pass by like four or five cameras. Show me where I've disappeared for two hours. There should be some video footage of me being gone for two hours. So what are, what are we talking about here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? I can't, I can't exit and enter the building without passing like five cameras. Yeah, yeah, Zeno. She told my boss, man, and my boss told me today. And I was looking at my boss like, what the hell are you talking about two-hour lunch breaks? Like, what are you talking about? Like, where did this come from? And then she told me who it was. I was like, where did this go? Like, how did this happen? How did my name get mixed up with two-hour lunch breaks? <laughs> this chick trying to get me fired. For what? I don't even know this chick. So, you know, so that, that's what I'm dealing with. So that's why I'm over here. I'm over here breaking out, dusting up, uh, knocking the dust off the resume and I'd be at I'd be at the job looking on my lunch break, looking up, looking at Indeed, looking for other jobs just to just to keep my options open because I don't know how far this thing with Karen gonna go. If she's willing to do this right now, we don't even know each other, and we I mean like literally we we only met like we met like four weeks ago, and I've only seen her like three or four times in the past four weeks. 
So if this is where we at, I don't know how far she's willing to take things. And I don't even know this chick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got to go ahead and start looking around for some new employment because I don't know. Dude, you liable to say, you, let me, come on, man. You don't even know me, and you over here telling my boss I'm taking two-hour lunch breaks. What, what else are you willing to say? That's just a bold-faced lie. Lying on somebody that you don't even know. We, don't, we ain't ever had no real conversations. We don't even work in the same damn building. But somehow you got eyes on me. Like, what the fuck kind of crap is this? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, who the hell am I around? Am I around some of these real white supremacists? Oh, man. I might need to change my tune on YouTube. They start getting pro-black out here. So, I'm just a little shocked. So that's all. That's how. That's how my day went today. I was just like, "Damn, this this came out of way out of left field." But all right, we gonna keep it pushing. I'm gonna keep my options open because 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 I get a sense she on some bullshit like this. I'm gonna tell the people, "Hey, I gotta roll. I can't be around this all this negative energy." I got a roll. Here's my resignation letter. I'm chunking deuces. Peace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got enough money saved up to where I can chill for a hot minute if I want. If need be, I'll go apply for a job overseas if things get that rough. I'll go, I'll go right back to Afghanistan or Iraq and go get a contracting job on your ass. Fuck out of here. Which I should do. I pay my house off faster. Anyways, y'all, I'm about to bounce, so y'all be easy. Shout out to everybody threw some money in here. Appreciate that. I'm one paycheck away from uh, getting my freedom. Look, when I get free, y'all get free. Says I got my nigga wake-up call. Yeah, I got my nigga wake-up call, y'all. Two-hour lunch breaks is the nigga wake-up call. <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least it wasn't from a cop. It was from a Karen accusing me of taking two-hour lunch breaks. I'll take that nigga wake-up call. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe, man. Peace.